Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. everybody to a brand new episode of agents of mace uh, if you are a returning listener thank you so much for the support it means a lot to us if you are brand new hello there my name is luke and as always we have drew and elisa and this is gonna be a little bit of a different episode because we're kind of at a hold in regards with new content we just wrapped up what if season one and so now we're on a little bit of a break in terms of new content so what we thought we'd do today is go into our thoughts of where we see the MCU going, what are our thoughts on Hawkeye, and what do we expect from that. And yeah, let's dive into that kind of stuff. So once again, thank you so much. Um, If you'd like to support this podcast, you can join our Patreon. There you can find exclusive content. You can find more in-depth episodes versus what we put out public. Um, And it's just a great way to support us so we can keep this going and invest back into us into this show to keep making more episodes Uh, you can also follow us on social just search agents of mace everywhere and as always we will link everything below so i really hope you enjoy our thoughts on where the mcu is going thanks for that awesome intro luke uh so as you said we're kind of just talking about what's next what do we think's happening where are we going what does all this mean? What if there were more Marvel movies and shows? And sure enough, there are. So, a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we want to start, maybe just run through everything that's coming up, um, and then we can kind of break down what <laughs> our thoughts uh, going from there. So, um, Do- do you want to start with movies or series? Yeah, so I have it broken up into movies and then series. So okay. we'll jump on movies only because there are more dates uh, mm-hmm. with the movies than there are with the series. So That is true. Yeah, oddly enough. Um, so basically, next is Eternals. I mean, that's next month. Um, for 
this list that I have, at least it says November 5th, uh, except Australia, they get it on November 4th. Why? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea why they get it a day early. Um, they get everything. It's Well, it's almost true, except for <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, which is the next movie. Um, we will get it on the 17th. And for some reason, Australia is not getting it until the 26th. <laughs> Of December. Yeah. I should have said that. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know why there's such a gap. But then I think it's kind of like that with all of them. It seems like every other movie, they get a day early. Mm-hmm. And then the following one, they get like a week late. So, or a couple weeks late. So, I don't know. Sorry, Australian listeners, about <laughs> your weird schedule of Marvel movies. Um, and the middle part of your country with all the deadly animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and for all the deadly animals surrounding your country. So we apologize <laughs> for that. Um, <laughs> after Spider-Man, we have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's coming out on March 25th of 2022. So now we've kind of jumped into next year. Uh, then we have Thor, Love and Thunder, which is May 6th. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 8th. The Marvels, November 11th. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, February 15th. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is May 5th. Fantastic Four is thrown in as TBA. And very closely after that, I don't know, is an untitled Marvel film, which is slated for July 28th of 2023. Um, Oh, I should mention Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy are both 2023 as well. So Mm -hmm. somewhere between Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the untitled Marvel film, will be fantastic for i don't know maybe it looks like in 2023 we have six marvel films mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i was looking at uh rotten tomatoes for their list of upcoming projects and they put guesses for when they thought the um, confirmed future movies and the speculated about future movies <laughs> would be released and so they were saying they thought Fantastic Four would be July of 2023, mm-hmm. that Captain America 4 would be October of 2023, Blade would be November of 2023, and Deadpool 3 it would be February of 2024. That kind of matches what I have, uh, because I have the, un- all of these are untitled still on, on the mm-hmm. list that I'm looking at, but I have July 28th, October 6th, November 10th, and February 16th, uh, but the February one is 2024. So, I don't know. I mean, it's weird that these are still untitled only because, like, let's be honest, Black Panther and the Marvels are probably in post-production. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man is probably in post-production. I would assume Guardians is in pre-production if not production i mean it'd have to be be in production if it's coming out next year so it's weird that we're pretending like these are untitled marvel films when like most of the stuff is pretty much on its the ending of its project life like they're almost done with this stuff so they have to already be working on the next stuff and I, i don't know if they're keeping it from us to Ooh, what are we doing next? It's Marvel. Or if it's just like some sort of, I don't know, marketing scheme, maybe. They don't want us to get too hyped for everything. Yeah, it's got to be a mixture of both. Uh, 
there's a lot coming out. And I think so much of it's going to be pulled from like these next few films of what we actually see in them mm-hmm. and new characters, new villains. So they probably, they want a, the fans to build up their own theories of what we're going to, what these untitled films will be <laughs> first. Yeah. Well, I, I'm having tr- trouble with it only because I guess well, let's jump into the series really quick because the series <laughs> is kind of where it's, it's making me struggle with, where I think we're going with the MCU. Um, so picking up after what if the next one we have is Hawkeye, which is November 24th is when that's going to start. Um, I, everything else just is years or TBA. Yeah. Uh, so we have Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, what if season two guardians of the galaxy holiday special, which We'll get into that, why we're doing that. <laughs> Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and an untitled Wakanda series. Now, the last three of those are TBA. Everything else is 2022. That's a lot of series for one year. I'm assuming the Guardians of the Galaxy thing will be, it's a holiday special. It's probably one episode. Mm-hmm. Again, why? <laughs> How many holiday specials are actually worth it? Well, I, you gotta, I feel like this one will be. <laughs> you gotta think back, like, because didn't didn't uh, Star Wars do like a holiday special? And it was horrible. And the only reason yeah. people watch it anymore is because of how bad it because was. Because of how bad it is, yeah. <laughs> and it just maybe they may want to capitalize on that kind of. You know. Do you? But do you think they're gonna get key cast for that? Like, I don't see Chris uh, Pratt coming and doing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Well, James Gunn said it was totally canon, and it took place between uh, Love and Thunder and Guardians of the Galaxy 3, so I assume he has the cast in it. Yeah, they would have had to filmed it while they're doing everything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so maybe then that makes sense. He wouldn't have to, like, go in to do something separate he would just already be there i don't know Mm -hmm. i just what are we doing what is that (laughs) (laughs) i got nervous because when i was originally looking through lists um the list i was looking at omitted guardians of the galaxy uh three and just had guardians of the galaxy holiday special and i was like no No. there's no (laughs) way that that's what the move the third movie is going to be a holiday special no so I don't know. That's kind of weird. But kind of jumping back to what's what's next as far as, you know, what after after the movies that we know, I'm struggling because I've seen the list, Elisa, that you were mentioning with like movie titles. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see where these other series are going to fit because it almost feels like the series are trying to be origin stories for characters to replace the cast that we have now in the MCU as kind of like the new Avengers. But I don't see those projects anywhere. Like other than I think they said what She-Hulk has two seasons. Um, And Secret Invasion, I think, has two seasons. So it's like, okay, so these shows are already slated for two or or multiple seasons. I mean, we don't know how many. 
So are, is She-Hulk just going to be a Disney Plus series? Or is She-Hulk going to be an introductory to She-Hulk, which then she will get either her own movie or be thrust into the MCU? See, that that's that's the big question is um, why would they determine like certain characters do not deserve a big screen treatment? Why go directly to just at-home streaming service? Because... I think Moon Knight would be pretty awesome to see on a big screen. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. And look who's portraying Moon Knight, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's in everything right now. Yes, bless that man's heart. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's the big question. <laughs> yeah. It, I want them to be i i want this to be like uh the series are going to be introductions for people that care about the introductions and then the larger movies are going to be a story that is without introductions like Mm -hmm. you know i mean like it's sort of like spider-man right when we got the new tom holland spider-man we didn't have to watch every single thing that happened to lead up to him being spider-man it was more just Mm -hmm. like yeah he's spider-man Yes. Yeah, they yeah. did flash to the spider bite or whatever, but like it wasn't a big majority of the movie like most superhero movies are for the first one where it has to be like here's the whole origin story. So, sure. I'm hoping that that's what the series will be. The series will be origin story or if not origin story at least explain their origin so that we don't have to see it again. Yeah. In the bigger um, movies. Yeah they don't crisscross with like the post credit type things yeah that would really mess up fan base like or I guess really just the fans that don't really care so much about Disney plus content they just want to go see the movies Mm -hmm. and they're going to be lost Mm -hmm. because we're already going to see that right we've already got a little bit of a tease in Black Widow that's going to lead to the Hawkeye series Mm mm-hmm are we going to see more of that? I probably probably uh, yeah. I, would agree, I could yeah. see I could see them doing it movie to series because that mm-hmm. makes sense. You're trying to capture the audience that's going to see the movie and entice mm-hmm. them to get Disney Plus to watch the series. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I do agree that I think it would be dumb to put stuff in the series to mm-hmm. tease to the movies because it's like, well, if we have Disney Plus and we're watching the series, we're probably already going to go watch the movie. So. Sure. At that point, I would rather the series just kind of tease either to other series or to yeah. the the second season of that series. Just never know. As long as I... they put two in for the movies, they do yeah. one move like a mid roll for the movies and and post credit for the series or something like that. Mm-hmm. The the series are using them as the origin stories. Like, that has to be a financial strategy, right? Because if they've already got all these subscribers on Disney+, and they're spending about as much on each series as they are on one of the movies, Mm. then, especially with some of these characters that are maybe less well-known among the general public, introducing them on the show, and then just kind of having them hop directly into the team-up movies or the movies with the more established characters has... That's got to make them be like, that makes a lot more sense for us. That's way less risky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense to me only because like I know 
my fiance is not a huge like she she's not watching the series but she does watch the movies so she doesn't want the series to be integral to the movies because she was like i you know i'm not gonna spend a bunch of time to watch this whole series just to learn one thing that's pertinent (laughs) in the movies so i was like yeah i understand that like I feel like it would be a bad idea for Marvel to make the series so important that you have to watch them to understand the movies. So, yeah. but I could see them enticing people with them and being like, Hey, if you want to know more or like, if you want to know where this character came from, watch the series, I'd be fine with that. But I do agree that I don't think it would be smart for them to be like, Hey, there's a bomb and it blows up, but it blows up in the series, but you're seeing the aftermath in the movie. And then it's like, wait, hold, hold on. Now you're you're forcing people to get <laughs> Disney Plus to understand what's happening, as opposed to giving people the option to like, hey, don't you want to know more? Uh, I don't know. I think that <laughs> I think they're they're towing a dangerous line for yeah. sure, but <laughs> It's like, and there are just like so many upcoming series. I was just looking at the list. I was like, "What? <laughs> I didn't even like count them because there's so many, and I don't like numbers." But like, and <laughs> something else that I saw is that you mentioned a untitled Wakanda series. This one lists a separate series. It's just about Okoye. Yeah, I yeah I've and seen I that too. Maybe those are the same, but no, they're not. They've got them like mm-hmm. as two distinct things. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know there was this Wakanda series. I saw the Okoye one, and my first thought was like, "Oh, this is going to be the the door." Uh, we talked about it during yeah door milage. Some yeah, but it's it's the door milage, but there's a branch of the door milage called like the Night Sisters or something. Ooh. And so I I I am hoping that that's what that story is, the Okoye one. Um, I think that that would be really cool. And I don't know why that's not on the list um, that I have pulled up because I have seen that one. But I also feel like there are so many sources out there mm-hmm. that are like, ah, here's the whole list. And it's like 50 things. And then you look at another list and they have 60 things. And there's another list that has 20 things. And you're like, okay, where's the, We're tired. Where's the Marvel <laughs> list? Like Marvel, just come out and say, here's the list of all of our stuff. But I know they won't do that because they don't want us to know. They want us to be excited and keep guessing. And if we're getting any of these shows, like... (laughs) How many of the TV shows are actually in production right now? Like, I know that they're busy with Moon Knight. I think they're in post on Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to think, what what other ones are they actually working on? I think they're working on She-Hulk now. Um, but I think it's early stages and then I would assume that what if season two only because like we they already I've got that one episode <laughs> yeah they, they, they've already said so I, I assume that maybe that's like a slower process so they I I'm sure that they're already recording stuff for that so that they can start animating yeah. but or I don't really know how they do that <laughs> I feel like most animation projects are different from each other. So I don't know. Maybe they're animating and then recording. Uh, who knows? Same time. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's literally no telling when we're going to get a Loki season two. 
Yeah, that's not even done. on the list. No, I mean, we know that we're getting one, but I think that they <laughs> they haven't scheduled it because they're like, we honestly don't know when we're going to get this together. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to do it. We probably got some people to sign some stuff to say that they will do it. <laughs> but like, it's got to be really, really yeah. far out because like we haven't heard any word about a new director. We mm-hmm. don't know if we're going to get our writer back. We don't know whenever Tom Hiddleston is going to be available again. <laughs> and like Sophia DiMartino is like pregnant right now. Once again, like I think I mentioned before that she was like nine months pregnant when she auditioned for the show. Couldn't even like fly in for it. She had to record in her own house because they wouldn't let her on a plane. <laughs> and now she's having an entire other baby. Yeah. So I'm... it'll probably be forever before she's ready to go out and do like action scenes again, <laughs> I would think. Yeah. <laughs> to I'll even be all... upset Not... if she doesn't name her kids Thor and Loki. I mean, <laughs> missed opportunity. For Not... sure. <laughs> Don't want to go down the pool you know it's not really political but what the potential strike for next week would that affect any of these probably probably yeah <laughs> uh, do y'all remember happens? do y'all remember the rider struck like i do I, yeah. yeah well uh <laughs> vaguely i remember i do remember when that happened but i don't remember the length it was that it was a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was lengthy. It was several months. I, that The biggest thing I remember from that time is that that season of The Office got cut way down. Yeah. So yeah, we were yeah. supposed to get like all these really good like supersized episodes, and we wound up getting, like I can't remember how many in that season, but it was like 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah that but that's a good really season, weird. season four. It's very solid. <laughs> I, uh, I know someone who has been like pushing really hard for this strike and being someone that also like works and wants to be more involved in this industry. I understand it. So I'm, you know, far be it from me to say anything negative about, Oh, the strike is ruining my TV shows. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, support your friends in film and in the film industry. Definitely. If any of you listeners have friends in the film industry, if not, still support the people that work in this industry because they're the ones putting this stuff together for us. Uh, and I know that the, you know, you hear a lot about the video game industry and them talking about like, oh, mm-hmm. they're overworking them. And you're like, how could you, you know, how could anyone have a work environment like that? Well, it's entertainment's no different. So, yep. Think about all the people it takes to put together one of these series. So I definitely it's going to affect them. I don't know to what degree, because again, we don't really know how far along some of these other series are. We yeah. can only guess. Um, I think anything in post-production will probably not be affected and will probably continue along. Sure. Um, but I, I, I would assume She-Hulk, Moon Knight are both still shooting yeah i don't really i don't really know that animation is going to be affected by this strike uh so what if's probably going to continue the holiday special is still (laughs) blowing me away that that's a thing uh so i mean i don't again if they're if they're filming that or have been filming that along with love and thunder and stuff for guardians three then maybe that's 
that's fine. <laughs> Maybe you will not strip them. away my joy at the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas book. <laughs> I'm, well, just, I'm just looking forward to the music in that one. Like what are like they're so heavy on like eighties, but we're gonna get like eighties themed Christmas music, you know. Oh. A thousand percent. Paul McCartney, <laughs> Wonderful Christmas Time will be in that special. <laughs> well, speaking of Christmas specials, let's talk about the Christmas special that I'm excited for. That's not really a special. It's an entire <laughs> season. Uh, it's Hawkeye. It's what's next. Um, the trailer. Which, <laughs> well, go ahead. Big, go ahead. Well, the the first thing is uh they were kind enough to say oh we put that at the same time as boba fett here let's just move it up yeah yeah Merry <laughs> so, christmas. so crazy yeah we're getting like christmas themed series but we're getting it thanksgiving so and it's, they're gonna give us the first two episodes of day one which yeah is awesome it's a look ahead that's what it is yeah. uh <laughs> well when i watched the trailer i don't think i went into it expecting it to be so christmas themed but like the trailer is just in your face it's christmas christmas music christmas visuals they're constantly surrounded by like presents or snow or it's <laughs> just trees. like yeah it's <laughs> like oh my god i get it it's it, it's during christmas i get it um <laughs> clearly neither of you gentlemen have ever watched a hallmark christmas movie <laughs> if you think that this is overdoing <laughs> It's true. It's not quite Hallmark <laughs> level of of in your face Christmas, but it was more than I was expecting for sure. And uh, but it didn't at all dampen my Christmas spirit. Uh, I am definitely excited for the series. I think it looks really fun. Uh, it's more comic book Hawkeye than we've gotten before, um, or even animated cartoon Hawkeye than we've gotten before. I think Jeremy Renner's a great choice as far as casting for Hawkeye, but I feel like they've made him too serious in the movies. Um, he has his, you know, his zingers and his quips that he makes, mm -hmm. but they're all kind of, he gets like one a movie, maybe two if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas Hawkeye is in, at least in the comics, he's more akin to Deadpool. Not, not all the way. Not everything is a joke. Mm -hmm. But he is more of like a jokester, prankster, funny guy. And just from the trailers that I've seen so far, that's that seems like what we're getting with this series, which is exciting. Um, it's also interesting that, you know, here we're getting the first look at him after being Ronan uh, and in going back to being Hawkeye. Um and not only that, but we're getting to see his protege, essentially, who is not coming in as a new Hawkeye, but she's coming in as a new Ronin, which I thought was interesting. We see the first, I mean, we assume the first time that they meet, she's dressed as Ronin. And I was like, oh, she went straight for Ronin, not even straight for Hawkeye. That's interesting. So uh, I am interested to see who the big bad is for this or if there is going to be a big bad for this or if it's just going to be like a mini boss for the season to kind of <laughs> promote 
the Young Avengers theme that I assume is going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess, I guess that's where I'm at with this. Is like, is the quote unquote boss going to be um, Natasha's sister? Yeah. Um, well, but see, didn't, don't want to cut you off, but I still want there to be this Dark Avengers that Lady Cortessa de la Fontaine mm-hmm. or whatever is putting together. <laughs> so I, I almost don't want it to be to that point yet. I don't think it'll get to that point yet. I still feel like we'll get build up because I do agree. It seems like this is the direction the series are going for is that we will get like this potentially young Avengers versus dark Avengers type thing. Um, that, that goes back to earlier questions. Like, will we see them go to the big screen or is it going to mm-hmm. be this series only type um, experience? But yeah, it's, I feel we will see her in this. The question is when, yeah, how early will it be? Um, it's only six episodes, right? I think so. Yeah. It's short. Yeah, so it's not, it's very short. So will we get her on right off the bat or is it going to be at the very end? I don't know. Right. Well, and I definitely I see this as like a, a kicking off point for mm-hmm. Kate as opposed yeah. to like, uh, Oh, we're going to have this running Hawkeye series. It's like, no, this, <laughs> this is a Hawkeye series. That's literally meant to promote the new Hawkeye. Yeah. And, ha- and let her, take the mantle and then mm-hmm. that way we can get into this young Avengers, yep. new Avengers, whatever they want to call it. So the other mm-hmm. question is, will we see any other familiar faces? And if we, who do you think, who do you think it's going to be? Rhodey? Cause they just throw him in everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like the one, the one Avenger who's not doing anything. So he just gets to show up all the time or dead. Uh-huh. Uh, well, He's busy. Narrowing the new Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, true. We uh, could get uh, Natasha like in a flashback or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially now that uh, Scarlett Johansson has settled her lawsuit with right. Disney and sounds very sweet in the in her response. So I'm betting they paid her an ungodly amount of money. <laughs> so she'd probably be like, yeah, I can play nice with these I guys for a while. Public. But they said how much money they gave? Because I think they settled like like out of court, so it wouldn't be public. Uh, I don't know why I had like twenty million in my mind. I thought I read (laughs) that, but who knows? I mean that's probably not inaccurate. (laughs) Well I Yeah. (laughs) Please. Uh (laughs) I could see them putting Natasha in there. I almost feel like it would be too on the nose like at some point we need to get somebody else right like Mm -hmm. every time we have natasha we have clint every time we have clint we have natasha at some point give me somebody else i don't care who (laughs) give me somebody else though so i'm thor he finds him in a dumpster (laughs) yeah (laughs) i am hoping that maybe we get like a bruce or Mm -hmm. Wong, if Wong shows up in one of these series, I mean, it would make the most sense because it's at this point, He's he everywhere. seems, yeah. yeah. Which, really quick, I want to step away from this and talk about the Eternals. I know that the Eternals are kind of being explained away as to why they didn't like help with anything else. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's just, you know, that's Marvel's go-to. I mean, they do it with uh, Captain Marvel, like, every movie. They're just like, hey, why weren't you here helping? Oh, well, you know, there's, you know, there's crime on other planets. Pretty well, the sure. other ones are the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they literally can't get rid of them. They're always there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure right. Thanos was on Earth when he snapped and made half the universe disappear. So it's odd that, you know, she didn't come to help with that immediately because she was busy mm-hmm. fighting crime on some other planet. Like, yeah, that that's just their way of not having the strongest Avenger yeah. there all the time. So... I get it, but at the same time, it does seem like a weird pull for them to be like, oh, the Eternals, no one knows about them. It's like, what? Like, in the trailer, doesn't it say that it's like, it's one specific kind of thing that they fight, and they're like, if it's not that thing, we don't get involved? Yeah, Yeah. you pretty much, yeah. They're just like, no, we're not, we, you know, that's not us. It's the laziest thing I've ever heard of. They're like, oh dear, we should probably do something. Yeah. (laughs) But, it's not. <laughs> right. I don't know. Eternals could be depressing. I have a feeling like just the setup that they're talking about, like how much they just love Earth and humans and stuff, and then I feel like we'll see the blip happen in there or it'll get touched on at some point and then I feel like the mood's just gonna go meow. <laughs> oh dear, we probably should have done something. <laughs> probably yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I I know I said it before, and so I may as well say it again, that I'm not excited <laughs> for oh, the Eternals. <laughs> you know what I was waiting for. Uh, or should we save that for the outro? Yeah, we'll save that. We'll hold on to that one. I, uh, I'm not excited for this. At for the all. Eternals? Yeah, not excited yeah. for it. But... But having said that, I understand and I appreciate Marvel taking things that people may not know as much about and putting it in a movie. Like, I I appreciate that. Um, I don't have it in here with me to show you, but I did recently find the Eternals comic, like the full thing at the library. So I rented it out so that I can read it to kind of like up my eternals knowledge but even that even the book just looking at the cover i was like uh, yeah all right i'll read it i'll find out i mean who knows maybe maybe the comic is really interesting and it will like really pull me in and i'll be excited but as of right now it's not as thrilling as the rest of these movies that we're waiting for so I know I've said it before, but I'm mostly just excited for Chloe Zhao. I'm proud that they gave this yeah. really big job to this female filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, good for you, Chloe Zhao. I mean, I'm sure that she's still feeling good after winning that Oscar earlier this year. <laughs> but <Maybe. laughs> I'm hoping that Eternals is great because I want everybody to be like, maybe we should have more women directing movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I 100% agree with that. And that's why I'm definitely going to go see it so that I can support it. Yeah. I just don't know that I'm excited for the story. <laughs> right. It's not, it's, yeah, I'm not jumping up and down. It just, I'm just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Visually, it looks, 
pretty cool. Oh yeah. It's, it's just the story. And and I and you know, this whole episode is talking about where we think we're going. Where do you go after you introduce a bunch of gods that were the first superheroes that are still around because they're eternal? Like where what is the next step other than uh, Wolverine? Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's always the next step. <laughs> I mean, I hope. But uh what like I just don't understand where you go from here without doing something like they keep doing with Captain Marvel which is just being like, "Oh, they they beat the monster and now they are on coffee break." Right. <laughs> it kind of so sounds like the, what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that is the big question here is how long will the Eternals... I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, they're eternal. They're supposed to be around forever. But really, like, how many films are we going to see them in? Right. I'm almost predicting, like, something crazy will have to happen. And they'll have to sacrifice themselves to, like, save the human race or whatever. Yeah. Like, and some kind of massacre where, yeah. like, all or, like, half of the Eternals are just gone by the end of the movie. And maybe due to them doing that is what they'll spin out to cause the creation of mutants and move into that direction. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but it also seems odd that like they're, if they're going to spin this off into the creation of mutants or like early mutants, Mm -hmm. where's the mutant movie on that list of movies? (laughs) You know what I mean? They're, like they're, they're gonna hold that. That's gonna. They're gonna hold. I feel like they'll do something similar to like what they're doing with Fantastic Four, and they'll just find some clever way to reveal like the the logo and. Yeah, I mean, which is okay. Which is cool. Yeah. I'm excited for that. But also, Fantastic Four is listed. Mm-hmm. The other movies are untitled, but I strongly agree with the list of titles that Elisa gave at the beginning. <laughs> I have also seen all those titles, so but none of those are mutant movie except for Deadpool, and you're not telling me that Deadpool is going to be the introduction to all the rest of the mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, but wouldn't it be hilarious if it was? Uh, yeah, if <laughs> it is, and I, I can funny. just see like Deadpool as the character is going to own that. He's going to just be like, I've got so much weight on my shoulder, like. <laughs> yeah i mean definitely I, there's there's 100 percent going to be a scene where he like opens the door to the school and there's a bunch of kids walking around and he's going to make a joke about how like oh uh, yeah yeah there's finally money behind this and and so there's going to be yes i i think that that will flesh out the xavier institute mm-hmm. but i will also be slightly disheartened if that is the first time that we see the new cast of the X-Men being X-Men. Or even if we see a X-Men yeah. member. Maybe maybe they're not really making a Blade movie and that's the X-Men movie. And so like, you guys thought we were remaking Blade. Frank, that's yeah. ridiculous. Also, where's Morbius? There's one. Why isn't that? I didn't see Morbius on here. It's not on. on. I looked at four different lists and did not see Morbius on any of those lists. Nope, I don't see any Morbius. Wait, Ethan Hawke is in Moon Knight too. 
I wrote that off to the yeah. side and I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> um, like, Mor- I have an Oscar Isaac, but <laughs> eat Morbius. the book. <laughs> Morbius is January of 22. Sure it is. Yeah, but... Which makes me nervous they, because... Don't they... Didn't they just... Isn't there a trailer? Yeah, there's trailers. There's one or two trailers out. Y- yeah, but I think there's a, a new trailer that like came out with mm-hmm. uh, Carnage. Mm. No, not with... Well, I didn't see a new trailer when I went and saw Carnage. Mm. Well... With January release date, though, makes me very nervous. But is that is Morbius because I thought Morbius was supposed to be tied to the MCU. I know that it's a Sony. Well, product, are they? But and we haven't even talked about. Have you all seen Venom two? No, I yet. haven't. But I know what happens at the end because that got spoiled for me on a different podcast. Well, there and there. Well, there's one other particular thing within the film. It's hard to know if we want to talk since y'all haven't seen it. <laughs> Knowing all the characters. I mean, but there's another core character that clearly is a. So, yeah, I, I am in the process of listening to a podcast where they are talking about it and they're saving mm-hmm. a spoiler for later. And I'm yeah. not like a huge spoiler person. So it doesn't <laughs> like, that's not going to stop me from going to see it if I'm going to go see it. But, uh, <laughs> I feel like everything I've heard so far are things that I have already gleaned from trailers and <laughs> the poster and just like the basis of what happened in Venom one. Mm-hmm. What like seeing the trailer for Venom two is kind of like, yeah, I, okay. I get it. I, I kind of feel like I know what's going to happen mm-hmm. and it's going to be the same thing that happened with Sony Spider-Man and the same thing that happened with Sony fantastic four and the same thing that happened with Sony everything where they take the first movie and they make it and it's not great, but it's okay. It gives you hope for the second movie. And then they take the second movie and they cram as many characters down your throat as possible to the point where you're like, no, I'm out. I don't know about this. What'd you do? So that's just me having not seen it yet. So maybe that's not, but we'll talk. We'll have to talk about that once we, once we all have our facts on it. <laughs> but knowing that, I I was under the impression that Venom was supposed to eventually somehow tie to Spider-Man, like Marvel Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and that Morbius was supposed to be Marvel parallel, at least. So... Yeah possibly like i haven't dived too much into that i'm kind of saying I'd, I'd like i hope morbius is good i hope it's decent enough to be good and the only thing that would make sense with morbius is it would tie into blade right but i feel like this is too early i mean i think it's t- i agree that i think it would be too early but at the same time i think that there needs they need to build a foundation for us to believe that vampires exist in the Marvel universe before they give us blade, just killing a bunch well, of they vampires. Did that, they did that in Loki. Vampires are referenced in Loki. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah, but I feel like now we're, we're in a muddly area with all the quantum mania and multiverse going on mm-hmm. where it's like anything can kind of be explained away as like another 
dimension or another universe or another timeline. And I, I really hope that they don't lean on that as a crutch going forward by just like, we don't have to explain things because multiverse, or we don't have (laughs) to explain this to you because different timeline, like that's not an excuse to use all the time. I'm fine with it. If it's used sparingly or every now and then there's something that they're just like, look, just look past this. Okay. (laughs) The TVA just look past the TVA because we're not going to bring them up all the time, even though they should be brought up all the time. (laughs) Like that. The watcher, like just look past him. He's there, but don't worry about it. Yeah. Like that. I'm fine with, but to to lean on it for everything it's like no 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 like you need to definitively explain to me how vampires fit into captain america where are they well dr strange fits into captain america so yeah things can get (laughs) hopefully hopefully morbius will do this i'm gonna call it now i'm gonna say it's gonna be an idea I'm going to say it's an identical credit scene, post-credit scene to Venom 2. Okay. Oh, this poster looks so creepy. I don't think I want him in the MCU. (laughs) Yeah, it's supposed to be a horror movie, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be more of a horror. I don't even think it's supposed to be like, oh, comic book. Yeah, I think it's like scary. Which is also weird because like Morbius isn't great. So... (laughs) It's... And then they put Jared Leto in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to make it even creepier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a there's the weird thing in Sony where like they they tried their best with heroes and it wasn't working, so now they're like, let's do like villains and anti-heroes. That's what people want. And they're doing that and it's like uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I think they're misunderstanding what people like about yeah, these movies. Yeah, <laughs> like was Venom horrible? No. Was it great? No. Am I like looking forward to watching Venom two? No. <laughs> Do I want to see it? Yeah. I don't know. It's like a weird. It's like I'm going into it with low expectations so that if it's even just a little okay, it's going to be above my expectations. So I'll be like, wow, they did a great job. When in reality, it's like paired up to everything else that Marvel is Marvel and Disney are doing. It's like, oh, just just sell it. Just sell it to Marvel. Like, why are you guys hanging on to this for so long? Uh, you, just, just go cling. watch it tonight, please. <laughs> go watch it tonight. Pretty please. I'll put it on my list. <laughs> Please go watch it tonight. What else is going on? We're, we got a storm here. There's nothing going on. <laughs> like, what else is going on? I feel like there's got to be something. Well, we started watching <laughs> Downton Abbey, so that's kind of taken over. Uh, oh, yay! <laughs> Have you gotten to the episode with Mr. Pamuk yet? Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're. Well, I guess there's no spoilers on what, what <laughs> 12 year old show. Uh, we're, we're, we just passed Mr. Bates. Uh, going to prison and avoiding his death sentence. I still have so. a t-shirt that says free baits on it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, I don't know how Venom fits into the Downton <laughs> universe. I'm going to say it fits in about a 7 p.m. show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess taking taking like everything into account, all the movies and all the series, if I look ahead at what I think is going to happen, I mean, clearly we have Quantumanium and Multiverse, so we're, we're already exploring this multiple universe thing. I think that somewhere between Quantumanium and Fantastic Four, they are going to do one of two things. They are either going to split and from now on all movies are going to be a loose connected story but more akin to the original MCU where it's like here's your X-Men movie, here's your Iron Man movie, here's your Captain America movie. Like we're going to go back to getting more individual movies and less group movies or somewhere between Quantumania and Fantastic Four, they're going to basically do what the Loki show was doing and try to flatten all of the timelines and universes into one thing and get back to a singular storyline as opposed to right now where it's like anything could happen, anything is possible, and I feel like that's too much. That's too much information and too much unknown. And it even goes back to when we were watching Loki and every episode was like, how does time work? How does space work? How do universes <laughs> work? It's like, you're what getting... What is Miss Minutes? We don't know. Yeah, yeah. You're getting too, too much unknown and too much like expecting us to just accept everything without knowing what's at least the basis of the world that we're watching Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're kind of like building like a house of cards here i feel like Mm -hmm. they've got they're trying to balance and connect all these different things and i'm a little bit nervous about things getting shakier as they go on i mean like if they could pull off uh infinity war and endgame i feel like there's got to be a way that they can stick this and like i'll be there regardless like mm-hmm. i saw all five pirates of the caribbean movies in the theater i'm a diehard and that really ran off the rails um, <laughs> but i just it makes it makes me a little bit nervous to see a list this long of stuff that they are doing mm-hmm. with no solid release dates mm-hmm. us still being kind of unclear on how it's all going to come together we know it's got to be something multiverse-ish. We know it's going to be something Secret Wars-ish. Mm-hmm. But we don't really know. Yeah. Which is the crazy thing. I feel like there are so many storylines that don't involve multiple universes that they could easily pull into and settle down in, and it would be great. Secret Wars is a great, a great one to sit down and do Secret Wars. And we don't have to do... 16 different timelines and 40 different universes and here's the Avengers from this universe and here's the Avengers from this universe and here's the Guardians Mm -hmm. from over here. Like, no, no, no. Just wrap all this multiple universe stuff up neatly, tie it with a bow into one timeline (laughs) and then continue us on a mainline story. Whether that's Secret Wars or Galactus or House of M, that could be a great one to tie in mutants 
Like, yeah. there are so many other stories that I'd rather them focus on mm-hmm. than leaving us in this, like, wandering void of who knows what's next. Especially with so many villains that we know of. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I don't want to see is just, like, let's get a really amazing villain, but you're only going to be in one movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to draw them out a little bit more. Like, because let's break this down. Like, Spider-Man's probably setting up a Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess the big question is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Is it going to be Wanda? Is it going to be someone else as well? Well, Kang is in Quantumania, right? And Kang's mm-hmm. in Quantumania. I would assume that either Wanda or something to do with the witches mm-hmm. will come back because like, I feel like Dormammu is like a huge Dr. Strange villain and mm-hmm. he beat Dormammu in five minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's a weird one to maybe not bring back. Right. Like, I don't know. Or maybe like, I don't like, again, but I just don't know who they who they want to bring into the universe at what time, but they could easily yeah. bring, um, oh my gosh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> it's like, I kept wanting to say Hellboy. Uh, they could easily bring Ghost Rider I mean... into, <laughs> into um, mm-hmm. Dr. Strange. Yeah. yeah, like that could easily be a character that, that has be. ties to Dr. Strange already. Mm-hmm to be brought into this universe and then you could pull from more like a vast array of like demonic villains. Yeah. It's just, that's just so much. And then it's like, are we only going to see them in that one film or, you know, mm-hmm. how's it going to carry over? Cause also I have no clue who the villain may be in Wakanda forever or the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Gal- guardians of the galaxy. We just got, a new cast announcement. Is that who they're fighting? Mm -hmm. Or, um, it was something Adam Warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Warlock. Warlock, Right. Yeah. 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 Which is weird because like, I feel like Adam Warlock is such a strange character because he's a hero. That's what I thought. Yeah. He's a hero and he's like super powerful. And then, He's also like a major part of the original Infinity War, mm-hmm. but they didn't use him for Infinity War. Yeah, I thought he didn't. He get the other gauntlet and fight Thanos. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, I believe that's who we all think is in the, the coffin from Guardians too, mm-hmm. which like, okay, that's fine. We're going down the Adam Warlock road. But I just, he's like super powerful. It's like a, I think there's like some connection to um, Wanda's kid. Hmm. I don't know. That, that That's another thing where it's like, it's like, okay, we're building up this huge character. And then what? And then what? You're yeah. going to give us Adam Warlock, and then what? Like, right. is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is it literally just like 
the Guardians movie is going to be them trying to get the coffin that has Adam Warlock in it. And, like, who's the bad guy in that? Is it going to be the Collector? Maybe the Collector's the villain? Yeah. Because he's not great? Like, I, I don't know. But also, what does that have to do with anything else that's going on? <laughs> like, I, right. I feel like they've already kind of strayed away from mm-hmm. the original concept for the mcu which was each of these movies leads to the next movie which leads to the next movie which gives us little tidbits these movies are kind of like the hero collection action figures where like you buy the iron man figure and you get thanos's leg and then you buy the captain america figure and you get thanos's arm and once you buy all the figures you've got thanos and they fight thanos and it's great it's a really good scam (laughs) yeah exactly Whereas now what we're doing is we're getting five movies in each movie. There's the Spider-Man movie and it has Scorpion's leg and there's the (laughs) Dr. Strange movie and it has Dormammu's head and there's the Ant-Man movie and it has Kang's left arm. And you're like, what am I building? What am I buying all these pieces for that are all different series? Like, Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, you push them all together, and it makes Super Scroll. And you're like, "Oh, Fantastic Four. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, though. We're like right. they they yeah. strayed too far away from their original plan, which worked. Yep. I put all these pieces together, and it's ugly. <laughs> and that's the new villain, ugly. <laughs> so, I think it's safe to say that nobody including Marvel or Disney, have any idea where (laughs) this is all going. But I guarantee that somebody somewhere has a plan, and they think it's going great. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) There's got to be. Feige has a clue. He hasn't slept in three and a half years, but he pretty much kind (laughs) of knows what's going on. He's been locked in his basement. That chart where I was talking about, it's in his room. (laughs) He's got a tinfoil hat on. He hasn't taken a shower in months. And you say, where's Marvel going? And he goes, somewhere, I promise. And you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He just hisses at the sun (laughs) and goes back to his room. (laughs) We just don't, we definitely don't need like back to back below par films. Like if we start getting like really bad films and that's, then no one's going to be interested anymore. Yeah, I agree. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for today. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. (laughs) Talked about a lot of movies and series coming up. So for all you Marvel fans out there, there's not a shortage of things to look forward to. There's almost too many things to look forward to. Uh, But, I mean, that's good for us. More content. So... (laughs) Uh, next week you can join us as we wait for the uh, <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye show to come out um, but we're going to give you another little sneak peek at what it's like to be a Patreon subscriber uh, we are going to be putting out the first I believe because we didn't do the first one right yeah um, of our legacy film review uh, where we watched X-Men First Class. We are following that series, if you will, um, in a semi-chronological order because we're about to really mess ourselves up with Dark <laughs> Phoenix and the first original X-Men movie, but 
we're gonna muddle through it uh but yeah we're going in an order that is someone sat down and did all the math and said this is the order of all these movies in a normal timeline so that's what we're doing um we're also going to be putting out a special special episode for halloween where we are going to talk about blade um we're going to do the first one so hopefully if you guys like that then we'll continue that each year we'll go on to the next blade and by the time we get through blade trinity the new blade movie should be out for the following year so (laughs) we hope so (laughs) if not we'll do morbius uh maybe so look forward to that uh it is the spookiest of months so thank you all for listening if you're not already a patreon subscriber consider it you'll get a sneak peek next week if you are thank you if you don't follow us on social media be sure to follow us on social media it's where we post all of our cool things and fun facts and when episodes come out i feel like our podcast is on literally every platform that you could put a podcast on now. Um, I still don't really understand the Facebook one, but it's on there. I don't, I haven't listened to a podcast on Facebook before, but ours is on there now on our page. So it's cool. I listen to, I get the alerts when it gets posted. So, Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Um, don't forget to please leave us a review or a comment. Uh, whenever you listen to these videos, it really helps us. Also, tell your friends and share the podcast around. Uh, we're still kind of a small podcast, and that's the way that we will be able to expand. Uh, if you just tell your friend, if you like our podcast, say, hey, friend, I've got a podcast for you. And then don't tell them what it is. Just make them listen to it. So that's what we ask. <laughs> if we get 1 million subscribers, we'll do a ding-dong ditch at Kevin Foggy's house. Oh, you know that we will. We'll absolutely do it. So It's been said here. It's written in stone. Like, we would, we'd have to do it. Yeah. Yep. We'd have to. Yeah. So if you know him, then tell us what his address is so that we're ready for in when we get to In the least creepy year. manner possible, give us his address. <laughs> Well, does anyone have any anything else to say or a cool one-liner? <laughs> um, I apologize that I lied to everyone because we had <laughs> scheduling differences. So probably not too much editing magic being done, but yeah. A little bit. We made it work. Yeah. And I found a cool sign-off line whenever I was recording uh, a different podcast earlier this week, and then I forgot it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was from Macbeth, too. And I was like, oh, this line is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go off of what you both kind of referenced earlier on. Said it once, I'll say it again. Man, I love being a turtle. <laughs> Perfect. See you guys next week. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.